the tragic story of Tiki Bar Soaps on the next episode of the Coffee Sessions podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Sessions podcast. I am, of course, your humble host, Stephen A. Davidson, and it is 10.06 a.m. Thursday, December the 28th, 2023. I've got me a cup of my breakfast blend, coffee with some uh, peppermint mocha creamer in there. It's a coolish... Uh, day here in Southwest Virginia, and uh, basically, let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. I was kind of hoping to not do this episode and nobody would bring it up, but uh, unfortunately, somebody has. So, a couple people have asked some questions. Hey, whatever happened to Tiki Bar Soap? So, I'm going to go ahead and start and go for Matt. The original owner of Tiki Bar Soaps is no longer on social media. She's not making any soap. In fact, she's a software engineer for a company that's based out of Spain that has an office in Atlanta, Georgia. She's making six figures a year now, plus benefits. And her ex-husband now has custody of the kids. She didn't even contest if that tells you anything. And... According to uh, Ron Wannabe, the guy who bought the name Tiki Bar and uh, all the recipes and formulas and whatnot, he no longer produces it because he couldn't give it away. Amanda had sold the name so bad that nobody wanted to buy the product, no matter how good the product was. I don't think anyone, anyone can resurrect Tiki Bar at this point, or Steam Bath Factory for that matter. And it all started in 2015. Rough estimate. It started going downhill since then. In 2015, Amanda pretty much sold the name at Tiki Bar and the rights to the name and all her recipes and formulas to Ron Lottomy of Groomatorium.com. He's the dude that makes chisel face. Good dude. Very nice. Very nice man. I talked to him at length. And it was her husband, Nathan, that also gave me, ex-husband Nathan, that also gave me an update on what was going on with her and whatnot. But basically, from 2013 on up to 2014, everything was pretty good. My first year of wet shaving. My friend Sly said, hey, you need to try this out, man. These things are fantastic. And sure enough, he wasn't wrong. And uh, we became friends real quick and uh, got to look at him and uh, talking and whatnot. And uh, he was on his way to get married at that time. And unfortunately, there were some issues. Not, not from him, from her mostly. And I ain't going to mention her name. But she's crazy enough as it is. But nonetheless... Amanda started talking to her. I told Amanda, stay out of it. Leave them be. You have no say in this matter. Let them work it out. Things will be okay. Not only did Amanda not listen to me, she uh, 
actually encouraged the ex to cheat. She went to meet somebody at a bar or something or a restaurant, and the dude never showed up. When she got back, my friend Sly was devastated and hurt, and he said, that's it for me. I mean, I, there's nothing more I could do because once you cheated on me, that was it. And I don't blame him a bit. That's the, like the ultimate sin in a relationship. Never, ever cheat on a spouse because if you do, it'll end quickly because there's no trust there anymore. Point blank, there isn't. <laughs> Well, Amanda got caught. Somebody, uh, I think, uh, Sly's ex sent a screenshot of what she said to him, and uh, that's when it ended between Amanda and uh, Sly talking-wise and everything. And uh, at that point in time, I just shook my head and I tried to tell her to stay out of it. She uh, kept complaining. I said, Amanda, stay out of it. You should have stayed out of it, and you didn't. You did the exact opposite, and I sent her a green screenshot as well. And she just in denial about anything and everything at that point. Now, little did I know that she hadn't been shipping orders. So I went to maggardrazors.com, where I used to get Tiki Bar. And all of a sudden, the brand wasn't there no more. I'm like, what in the world? And I was about to place an order. So I messaged Casey Maggard, and she said that they quit carrying it because they had basically forced Amanda to make the order that they paid for and ship. She refused to ship, basically. I don't know why, but she did. And she said after that, that it's been like getting her orders has been like pulling teeth and she said i'm sorry you can't order from us well that specific brand anymore but we had no choice but to drop it and i said that's cool i'm fine thankfully i got a little bit more extra and i started ordering from manda directly and the last order i never got and uh fortunately it just went downhill from there uh also about this time my friend Sly and I both started getting messages from people. Hey, what's going on with Tiki Bar? We're like, what are you talking about? What's going on with Tiki Bar? I, I can't get my order and she's not responding. I'm like, oh no, here we go. And uh, my friend Sly and I said, hey, we don't know what to do. I'm waiting on it. I, I got to the point where I put up a screenshot of my order that I never got. I said, look, guys, I'm waiting on an order too. I don't know what to tell you. Poor customer service is being kind. That's when things started to get worse. She goes to a meetup and takes her husband and her children to the meetup. No big deal. It's a family thing, you know, and whatnot. The whole time she was there, she really showed herself and treated her husband like crap. My friend Sly noticed that right away, and he's like, uh-uh. And... He was, uh, hats off, and God bless her ex-husband, Nathan Stott, because he was like a vision of hope and a storm of chaos, basically. He was the voice of reason in that whole scenario, because there was no reasoning with Amanda or changing or anything. She's just out there and chaotic. 
Well, they ended up fighting and getting divorced over Tiki Bar was part of it. He couldn't understand why he why she wouldn't shut down the website and whatnot and still take orders, yet she wasn't shipping any orders. So they end up in divorce court. They had joint custody for a while. Yeah, I found out in twenty twenty two, which is about a year ago, that uh he had uh petitioned the court for sole custody and got it and she didn't contest it. So they told me all I need to be told right there, she's still wild and out there. Almost forty years old and still trying to be a teenager, go figure. But anyway, she hires this dude, Nick. I forget his last name offhand, but the customer service and the reviews start pouring in. Refuses to ship. No order received. Poor customer service. Refuses to contact. Doesn't answer emails. I mean, the, the reviews are kept going, coming and coming and coming and coming. And at this point, we knew, myself and Sly knew that It'd be a matter of time before something happens. Well, it did. Amanda started a relationship with her partner, Nick. Worst thing you can do is to start a relationship with your business partner. It's the worst. I don't care how bad your cravings get, if you will. You can't do that. That is bad. But nonetheless... He picked up her bad habits and took off. She went to work for us, uh, this company that she's with now out of uh, Spain. She, they have an office in Atlanta. She's a software engineer there. And Nick takes up her bad habits. And the next thing you know, the relationship between them goes bad. No surprise there. And Nick tries to break into the house where she was living at at the time. And uh, with the kids there, and that went ugly. And the police department picked him up, and after investigation, they found that he had stole over $30,000 out of Tiki Bar. And Amanda was in that mess, too. She tried to blame it all on him. And at the time... One guy pointed it out, uh, Aaron Schechter of the Wet Shave Review Facebook group, said, look, Amanda, you're the only one in the whole wet shaving community that has problems with the post office. Nobody else in here does. And this was during a live chat, vendor chat that he used to do once a week. And she left the middle of the chat and then turned around and left the group. He banned her. I don't blame him. You can't go into a live chat like that and complain and blame everything but the kitchen sink on everybody else when it's your fault to begin with. A lot of us thought, well, she probably never made the soap to begin with because she just left the website on. I would have shut it down and not done anything, you know. I would have told people, hey, I'm, not, I'm doing a job now. Thank you for your support. Bye. She didn't do that. She just kept it going. Took the money and run. A sad incident was a little kid learning about money. I think she's like 10 or 12 years old, something like that. 
her mama told her how to do some chores around the house and she got paid her allowance for it, you know, and uh, she wanted some soap. So she ordered a bar of soap from Tiki Bar. That little kid never got that soap. Amanda took that little kid's money. Heartbreaking. Sickening. Nasty. Well, after Aaron pointed out that she was the only one, and uh, I pointed out to her privately, I said, look, Amanda, I know each post office is like their own company. I know that. But not all of them are going to be bad at all. I'm not buying what you're selling there because I've been in the shipping tw business for 25 years off and on. I drove a truck for a living for nine years and had to carry the mail at one point. And that's pretty much what went down. She, I'd say the soap commander is an hour away from you and they use the same hub. Don't sit there and tell me that they, they don't ship out of the Alabama post office that good where you're at because I know better. And she was only an hour away from Soap Commander. Soap Commander, boom. I get my order like that. They send out several emails, shipping confirmation, all that. They have no problem shipping out of Alabama for Soap Commander. So why couldn't Tiki Bar ship? That's when it fell apart between me and her. And up until the 2016 election, um, presidential election, that's when my last contact was with her. Uh, 2016, and that was the end of it. She uh, unfriended me, and eventually she unfriended everybody and left social media, which was no big loss. But uh, that's pretty much what happened, and... After an investigation, she's been in and out of court over Tiki Bar. Uh, hats off to Ron Wineby of Groomatorium. Hope I'm not butchering your name, bro. But uh, he bought the name and the rights to the soap. Amanda was out. Nobody, but she didn't get a cut of nothing. That was it. Once she, uh, once she sold the rights to the name and everything, that was the end of her relationship in Tiki Bar. But from where she had done so much damage and ignored so many people and the fact that the word did not get out that he was the complete owner, Ron could not give away the soap. That's how bad the taint is. It left a terrible taste in people's mouths. Uh, she interfered in a friend's relationship Cost him his uh, soon-to-be marriage. He's happily married now. Couldn't be happier. She stole people's money and swore up and down it was the post office that had done it. And then she tried to blame the other half on Nick, which was true. He did steal money, too. And then she tried to blame the post office on not shipping yet. I've gotten orders from across the entire United States that had no problem shipping. And several people in other groups have pointed it out. Mandy, you're the only one that had trouble shipping goods. Nobody else did. You are the only one. You're the only vendor that ever had trouble shipping. Nobody else did. And that's where it started ending badly. Uh, my, just for the record, my last order was like nearly $60 counting shipping cost. I never got it. I had two pucks of kilted tiki which was uh, scotch whiskey-based 
soap with a peat moss powder in there. What she did was, <clears throat> excuse me, what she did was she took a bottle of scotch whiskey and she would boil it down and boil the alcohol off. And what was left, she would use to make the lye water to make the soap. And then she would add peat moss powder. It was one of the best scotch-based whiskey, scotch whiskey-based soaps I ever had. And I also had Walk the Plank, which was a saltwater taffy and ocean-type saltwater scent-type deal. Kind of reminded me of sea salt caramel. And then there was Volcano, which was a mixed tropical fruit type scent, which is fantastic. Semi-sweet, not overly sweet. I had two pucks of each. And, um, of course, one puck of Jack Frost Stink Bath Factory. I ordered another puck of it. And I never got that order. So, I was out nearly $60. I was upset and PO'd to no end. And I found out I was one of, me, one of thousands of people that got ripped off. So... That's what happened with Tiki Bar. Now, as far as Amanda Stock goes, I wish her the best. But if she was to start making soap again, no, I won't go near her or any partner she chooses. Number one, after what she did to my friend Sly, after I told her to stay out of it, she didn't do it, ruined that relationship. Two, I got tired of doing her customer service work for her and got to the point to where I couldn't even answer the questions and tell them what's going on because I, I, even I got ripped off. It. I'd show them the screenshot of the receipt and uh, never got never got a shipping number or nothing. And I got tired of that. I've got I got tired of her lying through her teeth and group chats and podcasts and whatnot in the wet shaving community. Amanda Stott gets no more chances. She doesn't deserve any more chances. And she deserves no quarter. So I wish her the best. But if she's listening to this, she can't she cannot sue me for defamation of character because she done it herself and the reviews speak for themselves. They're all online. She's been in and out of court over this. There's documents, documentation of it. And the fact of the matter is, I don't want to get ripped off again, and neither does anyone else. So her best bet would be to stay out of the soap making business permanently and not come back. Don't even come back into the wet shaving community. She's not welcome there. Nobody wants her around now on account of what she did. And she ruined a perfectly good brand that could have been taken over and uh, sold very well and done well. But from where she done so much damage, nobody can resurrect it. I don't even think Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements can resurrect this brand. It's that bad. It, it, even if he bought the rights to the name, he, he wouldn't take it. He wouldn't take it, and I don't blame him. Douglas Smythe and Francis Town get enough trolls as it is. They don't need any more with Tiki Bar Soap. Here. <sighs> Peppermint milk, folks. Good stuff. But anyways, I digress. That's the story of what happened 
with tiki bar soaps and what all went down. I did not want to do this podcast this way, but I didn't really have much of a choice when people keep asking me about it. And that's the truth. The chances of her hearing, hearing this is probably zero because, number one, it's a podcast. And number two, she's not on social media at all anymore. She's still on LinkedIn. But that's about it. She's So the chances of her listening to this podcast is zero, I'd say. With that being said, thank you for taking the time to watch and or listen to today's episode. Hope you guys had a great Christmas and uh, hope you have a happy new year. And we'll see you again next time. Take care of yourselves and each other and God bless. Later.